Yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite rich auntie, Patrice Nguini. And Big T, a.k.a. Uncle Tweety. You know who it is. And, and I'm in the building Ew. doing my thing. This is hard to On watch. the ones and twos. So I can imagine how much harder it is to listen <laughs> to. All right, y'all. Um, <laughs> but we are back again for another episode, Episode y'all. five. Boom. All right, y'all. So it's great to be back again for another episode of None Other Than Million Dollar Conversation. You will also see the hashtag MDC Podcast. Um, that stands for Million Dollar Conversation Podcast. If you are listening to Million Dollar Conversation Podcast while drinking your Hustle Blends coffee, you need to go ahead and let us know because we got a little some, 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 some for you. Real quick on a business tip. All right, we want to kind of go ahead and drop this right here, and then we're going to pick it back up, and we're going to drop it again. All right, we are coming up on an extremely exciting day this week. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. All right. It's our anniversary. As it regards to our business, y'all. So, Hustle Blends. I can't be doing my own sound effects. Uh, You like that? No, I actually don't. <laughs> That's what you was doing. Right. But it didn't sound like that when I said it. Um, but anyway, you know what I'm saying? Um, Hustle Blends is coming up on one year in the making. All right. Our baby is crawling and pulling up on tables right now. Got and it teeth is, out and everything, eating vegetables. It's and meat. wonderful. Yes. It is wonderful. So, y'all, we have been business owners while also maintaining jobs and everything else in between. Um, for a year now, well, almost a year. Um, so on April 1st, and we have a special surprise for y'all, but y'all gotta wait on that. Y'all gotta wait on that. Yeah. Wait on it. What we want to say is one, thank you. Yes. Thank you for purchasing our coffee. Thank you for believing in the dream, the brand, um, the podcast that we're here to just be stewards to the, the vision that God gave us. Right. And I believe that it's essential to share that with the people who have been there with us from day one or day 50, or even right now, if you're new to who we are. We just want to say thank you for listening in and tuning in. We never take it for granted. We never, ever take it for granted. Just a little background info on Hustle Blends, because, you know, it's just like when somebody has a kid, they show, like, random strangers pictures of their kids. I'm like, look at Sophie. She's pulling up on stuff. Uh, (laughs) Look at her. She eats green beans now. Okay, I'm going to tell you about my kid. It's called Hustle Blends, right? So, um, we started Hustle Blends out of just merely conversation um, because we realized how reliant we were on coffee. Our whole thing was, um, man, we really want to get out of these nine to fives. Like, we really want to get out of working jobs. Yes, and this was like two years ago. This is like three years ago. Really? Yeah, it was oh, like yeah. three years ago. Been that long. Yeah. And so we were um, staying up late, going to... Um, going to IHOP and drinking what we would call crackhead coffee. All right. And so we were like, you know what? Like we would drink coffee at IHOP. We would buy coffee for the house. We would, you know, do all kinds of stuff, just staying caffeinated. And then it was like, this is something that we at this moment cannot live without. Right. And I think just off of that, Patrice waking up one morning and she was like, hustling, hustling. That's what we're going to call it. I'm like, call what? I'm not rocking with this. Like Patrice, I love your ideas, but I'm not rocking with this. But, like, it's like the Holy Spirit nudged me so heavy. And he was like, no, this is it. This is going to be the the one, the it. Everybody has that it thing. You know, when somebody has a million-dollar idea, this was our God-given idea through Patrice. And so, like, I was like, okay, let's go. What do we need to do? A lot of y'all are getting some million-dollar ideas while you're sitting at home, right? But we'll talk about it later. Um, So, after that, we did some research on how to start a coffee company. Um, how to supply the coffee, where to get the coffee from, where to do this, where to do that. We made a lot of mistakes and eventually we taught ourselves a lot of things that those mistakes helped us pay for, right? And eventually we went ahead and started branding our coffee. Our coffee is branded after people who are go-getters. They're visionaries, all right? Our coffee is Shot Collar. We have Daily Grind. We have OG Hustle Blends. We have Buona Blend. We have Elevate Blend. We have all these different blends. We have more things to come. If you are an espressopreneur, <laughs> if you are an espressopreneur, a hustlepreneur, a faithpreneur, you are definitely um, someone who is kin to our brand. So we definitely want to make sure that you are celebrating and being celebrated because because this brand is a hundred thousand percent for you. Right. And I think you never there's moments, especially when you're building up your brand, that you don't give yourself a pat on the back. Mm. Like you don't You don't hit your groove. Yeah, you don't hit your groove like that. Run it off. Ha! Hit your groove, hit your groove, hit your groove, hey. Hit your groove, hit your groove, hit your groove, hey. You know? Right. You don't really 
understand the 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 heft and the magnitude of just beginning. You know, that was something I was actually. Um, I've actually kind of been in my quiet time with God about um, just understanding humility, um, mm. and also understand because pride is something I deal with. Um, I, I mean, too. Yeah, like, but I could. I, I wasn't meaning to butt you. Um, I was kind of just thinking um, in my mind of where my pride has come from. And so I started to say, but it came from a place of lack. That's what I was about to say. Mm. Um, like growing up, if you don't have certain things or if you don't, if you aren't exposed to certain things, you protect what you do have. Right. It's a, it's, it's a mask that you put on to feel better about yourself. Or to one up somebody else, and and for me, pride has been one of those things where it just creeps up so quick. It's false confidence, right? And it comes so fast, and before you know, it's like at least I'm doing better than so and so. At least I'm off the ground, and it's like the enemy is so wicked with that because what he'll do, he'll use it to destroy you, right? And before you know it, you've destroyed yourself, you destroyed the people around you, and nobody want to be around somebody who's always trying to one up them, right? Um, you and I were talking about um, how Jesus was um, his final act um, at the um, at the Last Supper when he was washing feet. Right. I, I feel like we never, as believers, we never truly understand the true humility that Christ was doing before his death. I know that the death, his death and resurrection, was like the finale of what we know of. Uh, of him as far as like the humility and what he did for us. But if we take just the context clues, being around the poor, you know, uh, giving back to the needy, the the blind, having uh, healing people and having all these miracles happen mm -hmm. for people who are underprivileged and not the people who are, you know, the rabbis, the people who are in the upper class and they were smelling themselves. Right, but like, the people you, you would normally overlook. Right. The people that your pride would make you say, like, um, what I got to do for them. So I think it's extremely important if you are, because um, in this time, man, we got so much time, y'all. <laughs> Too much time. Um, and Sorry. I don't say that to, to, to gloat in that any of us are not, you know, that time is something we own because we know it's not. But I'm saying, like, in this time that we have when everything around us is canceled, right? A lot of people are, like, curating things. A lot of people are creating things and creating um, all these things. And I encourage you that as you're creating these things, um, think, of thing, think of ways you are going to wash your customers' feet. Amen. Like, think of ways that you are going to create opportunities for talk other that, people. Talk, man. That because... I mean, a million dollar idea is a great thing, but it's only so like it's only as good as the million dollars. If you're if you're not actually impacting people, if you didn't introduce anybody to Christ, if you didn't show anybody, hey, I'm a faith based business and I make this thing work um, because Jesus is the head of our business. Right. And not being afraid to have Christ in your business. I believe a lot of Christian companies do that. Um, and they're like, well, you know, I'm I'm a believer, so the company is is founded off of Christian principles. I'm like, no, nah, like you better put it all all up. It may and down be founded, but is it running off of Christian principles? Talk about it. It's a lot of things out there. There's organizations out there that say that we are founded off Christian principles. Our founders were Christian, but the, are you, the whole country is founded off of Christian principles. But supposedly. is it run off of Christian principles? Right, and that and that's the difference. And what I love about just the visions that God has given us that He was non-biased. You know, some people are like, well, like, you know, like we were talking about the movie last week. Oh, Madam C.J. Walker. Like we were talking about the movie. Her husband was very adamant that, you know, it needed to be him in front, front of the front lines. It needed to be him that was to be seen. And God is so non-biased that he drops visions to those who want to receive. So whether that vision comes from your wife, whether it comes from your child, and they're like, hey, I want to start a lemonade business. You're like, what? You're 12. Just run with what God said. Mm -hmm. Not your emotions, not your pride, not your I got my own thing. And I, I think you get so caught up in trying to start your own thing that you miss what God has for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing um, I've been just kind of in the word about as far as humility um, is that one thing that we tend to believe humility means is to like, sometimes there's such thing as like proud humility. Like there's such thing as like, oh yeah, thank you. Like, you know. Appreciate you. I, I, I'm, I'm good for appreciate you. I appreciate you. You loyal. I changed. 
a lot. Like you, you talking about me now? Like I'm good. I I, because sometimes that's like the best thing I could get out because you don't want to lean into like oh my god, girl, I know, and then you don't want to be like oh no, stop it, stop. But, it. but this is what I've learned <laughs> that pride has so many different forms. It's yeah. not always about the gloating pride that you may see, but you can fake being humble and yes. still have pride. Yes, you could be like True. you know, you know. And it's my little thing, you know what I'm saying? And I'm doing right. me. Right. But really, you're really so full of yourself that you can't, you're waiting for that somebody to move so you can feel better about yourself. Now, that made your whole day. Have you thought about that? That one comment, one compliment can turn your day upside down from somebody that you don't normally talk to, but a comment from somebody that you do know and are close to can make you feel like, oh, you're just saying it because you're saying it. Mm-hmm. that's still pride because it's like mm-hmm. I got to hear it from this source in to order to validate right to feel the validation to feel the acknowledgement because if it doesn't come from who I think it should be coming from mm-hmm. then it's not good enough and see I believe that that's why we have to make sure that we grow our validation in Christ we have to I think that's one of the biggest things because prior to knowing Christ you for so long your validation has come from the world like it just has let's be honest so it's not that you didn't know you were pretty until somebody said you were pretty, but it made you feel that much prettier than somebody said you were, even if you already knew it, right? So having that confidence, we talked about this in a previous podcast about just having the confidence of knowing exactly who you are. Right. Because if you even sit up here and let people... Um, there's nothing wrong with people encouraging one another and speaking positivity over one another and speaking blessings over one another. I think we need more of that than anything. But if you allow that to be as high and as potent and as impactful as what God has said you already are. Because if somebody's saying something like, oh my gosh, Patrice, you're just the most amazing blase, 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 it takes as much precedence as what God has already said to me than the same person or a different person who says I'm trash, I will take that just as, you know what I'm saying? It'll hold the same measure to me. And so it's extremely important that even, humility is not a practice. Humility is a lifestyle. And that lifestyle is 100% curated because you are at the feet of God every single day. So if you are just piping up and saying like, oh, if you hitting up Patrice and I appreciate you, because I will hit appreciate you in a minute. I really will. Um, you know what I mean? We we have to make sure that we are staying submitted and staying renewed every single day so that we are in a place of like, man, I, I really do appreciate what you're saying. I thank you, man. Let me speak this over your life. And this is why uh, I, I truly believe that there is a place in our hearts where we don't know how to be vulnerable. I think vulnerability is a strength as a believer and as a Christian that can help somebody actually get to know more of Christ. But I believe as believers, it's always that that church laugh or that church, oh yeah, you know, bless the Lord, blessed be the Lord, you know, have a great day. You gotta stop playing church and being church. Right, and I I believe that for me, um, once I got out of the the mindset that I can show two different tweeties to two different people. Like, Tweety is enough. The the Tweety that God loved, the Tweety that God saved, he is enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, whether that somebody thinks less of me because I did something that they didn't approve of, it didn't take away from me being me. Mm-hmm. So stop having the mask that you put on that you are good, that all is well. If it's not, if it's mm-hmm. all good, it's all good. Mm-hmm. But tell somebody why it's good. Tell somebody, you know, if you're going through something, why you're going through it. I believe that those days of as being a believer of just taking the back seat have to be over with the days of, well, man, I know you're going through something, but I can't pick up the phone and call you. I can't talk to you. I can't message you like like that. That's pride, too, because it's I don't want you to see me in my lowest moment. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to see me struggling. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want you to know that I lost my job. I don't want you all up in my business. That's pride. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the most, cl- the closest we can get to Christ is at our lowest points of understanding that we have nothing in control. That's what this coronavirus and everything is teaching people is that you don't have anything under control, mm-hmm. that he has the final say so mm-hmm. on who he takes out of this earth and who he puts into it. So in the same manner, just walking with that same humility is a daily process. Like, I could be doing good today, right? And be like, you know what, today I did so good, babe. Like, you know, you'll never believe 
how good of a man I was today. <laughs> but my tomorrow also counts. Yeah, it does. Like, you can't live off of, Your like, borrowed day. humility. Right. And right. say, like... It's you can't just, spread it out over Right, you know, it's been a good month. Yeah. I had two good days. Right. Because <laughs> then you're at that point convinced that you are the one who did it. Right. So when you are hitting your groove, when you are uh, setting the standards of what your business is going to be standing on. And also, um, Christian entrepreneurs, hey, get in front of the camera, get on the, on the mic, do whatever to make sure that people are knowing and understanding who is at the head of your business. It's a lot of people out here, a lot of entrepreneurs who are on million dollar journeys and um, different things like that. And it's, it's so inspiring to see seeing people pack a thousand orders that's inspiring to see for any and everybody. But we need to see more people in the forefront who are saying, man, God is the reason this is happening. This is how I'm staying humble. Because I'm telling you, the minute you start getting the orders back to back, you start hearing your phone go off in the middle of the night, you you feel yourself a little bit. Right. It's easy to say I did yourself. it. Yeah. It's, it's easy to say I did it. It's easy to say we've been here because of Tweety and Patrice. Mm-hmm. When we know it's God's grace. When mm-hmm. we know it's God's mercy. Right. When, in, when we know it's other people who've been helping us push. Right. Like you can't take for granted all the things that helped you get to the the promised land right. of where God has you and your business in. Some days, Patrice will wake up and be like, "We're gonna do this." I'm like, "Where'd you get that?" She's like, "I had a dream." You know, ain't that ain't that awesome to have things to line up the way God wants it to line up, not the way you want it to line up? Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's no better marketing director. There's no better uh, marketing strategist or branding strategist or branding expert than God. Um, And truly consult him about all things concerning your business. He is the very first creator. He's the very first creator of all businesses. Right. So when people are talking about trends and sometimes like you can get so caught up Mm -hmm. in trying to copy something that is already in motion that you're flowing down the wrong river. Mm -hmm. You're flowing down the wrong way. When you should be flowing upstream, you're going downstream. Mm-hmm. And God is trying to mold and put you in a place to where you can see that if he has it, if he has you in control, like he will take you to a place to where you don't have any lack. When everybody else is like, well, I'm closed. God's going to have you open. Yeah. When everybody else was laughing at your online business, God is having your online business have a use. Mm-hmm. When everybody was uh, f- really laughing at all the things that you were trying to put out there, and now they're trying to recreate the same thing you're trying to recreate. Mm-hmm. God, God is like, look, look how I placed you. Mm-hmm. Look how I took care of you. So all the glory will never go back to Tweety and Patrice. Not for hustle blends, not for renowned tech, not for any of the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. It's always going to go back to God. And what I believe wholeheartedly is that we have to get back into that humble place of going before God on our knees and washing each other's feet yeah. instead of feeding each other's egos. Mm. And washing of each other's feet and the businesses and, and the things that we're doing, it doesn't matter how big or small somebody is. When you see that God is truly in it, Wash their feet. Mm -hmm. Cleanse them. Because what you're doing is that you're showing God that, hey, I can give you this million dollars and you'll know what to do with it. I can give you this business and and you'll know exactly how to run it. That's my biggest thing. I definitely think that just knowing what to do with what we have, like being a steward over good things, you know, it's so many things that like if it comes prematurely, you mess it off and you never know if you're going to get another opportunity to get it. Let's say you got your first car given to you. Okay. And let's (laughs) say... Um, you know, not, not hating on nobody that got their first car given to them, but you know, let's say it's a brand new, brand new, hot off the assembly line, ain't got no miles on it. Right. You 16, 17 years old, you get your first new car and like, you just run it to the wheels fall off. Like you ain't checking the oil, you ain't putting no gas in, or you putting gas in it and you going, you ain't doing nothing because it was given to you, you messing it off. Now, I don't know about you, but the next time you have an opportunity to get a brand new vehicle, a vehicle that has no miles on it, probably won't be until you can afford it after that time. So if you messed it off, you crashed it, you did whatever, that that time you have to pay that back. You have to pay up what you messed off. So in this moment, 
we know that what our we know we're going to have a seven digit bank account one day we know this we know this however if all we're thinking about is the louis bags we want to buy the fendi shoes i want to buy the the 30 inch bundles i want to have the this that third i (laughs) want the bundles (laughs) well i'm just saying i'm a black woman i think about hair often i do you know what i mean like in in this government shut i said government shutdown in this shutdown I, i am devastated I am devastated that the beauty supply stores are out. I'm done. I'm sick to my stomach. But anyway. I saw millions, millions of others. (laughs) But if I'm I'm thinking about all of these different things, um, you know what I'm saying? The minute I get this, you know, I'm letting you know what I do as soon as I get a little extra money too. You know what I mean? So when I, when I have that much in our account, like what are we going to do with it? Who are we going to help with it? Right. It's, how are we going to assist somebody with it? It's learning how to allocate. And when God gives you a big dream, he's going to actually give you bigger lessons. Because mm-hmm. in those lessons, he'll teach you what to do in times of famine. He's going to like, ask Joseph. He's going to teach you mm-hmm. what to do in times where there's a lot of wealth in the land. Mm-hmm. In saving, like our pastor because was talking about. Because there are seasons. It's not always going to be winter outside. It's not always going to be summer outside. It's not always going to be Corona outside. I tell you that. Mm -hmm. I hope you know this, that wherever you are, if you're listening to this and you are just chilling and waiting this thing out, it's not always going to be a moment and a chance like this. Where you could just sit and wait this thing out. (laughs) Right. It's time for you to actually initiate something that's going to assist you to uh, take a leap forward. What I love about the older generation, um, I was watching a documentary about this one awesome musician, his name, his name was John Coltrane, um, is that they understood the art of work. The art of work is that the work doesn't work you, you work it. Mm. The, the art of work is you actually putting yourself, they showed how trash he was in music mm-hmm. when he started and even when he was on drugs. But oh, when he started talking to God, And asking God to help him write songs Mm -hmm. and play different symphonies and all this. Like he would sit there and look up at the sun and pray. And then he'd be like there for 30 minutes. And he has a song Mm -hmm. that nobody to this day is able to replicate. Why? Mm -hmm. Because he went to the source. He went to the the, the actual uh, creator of all things. There's things that we're still unraveling and we're still understanding about our planet. And there's something that somebody doesn't understand about coffee. There's something that somebody doesn't understand about whatever business you're in, whether it's selling bundles, whether it's selling a car. Mm-hmm. There's something that somebody hasn't tapped into, but you could be that person to tap into that extra mm-hmm. extraterrestrial level of like outer galaxy of understanding mm-hmm. something that God has dropped in you mm-hmm. that it actually benefits your generations mm-hmm. like afterwards. So I think it's just important to consult with God in everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. But after everything that you do, give the glory back to God. Yes. Don't steal what is not yours. Mm-hmm. So when people are talking about hustle blends, yeah, there's been moments where pride kicks in. It's like, look what we did, babe. Look what kind of graphic I made. Look what kind of this. I, and then God always stops me. He's like, so you the one who came up with the money to do this, right? Mm-hmm. You the one who did all this other stuff, all, all these, uh, opened all these other doors. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, like, it's not. God, the fact that we're alive and we're still thriving through this uh, crisis that the world is going through is a a testament that God yet still loved us Mm -hmm. to prepare us for a time like this. Right, right. So that takes us to our next topic, which I actually think is our first topic, Um, (laughs) (laughs) which is the employer versus employee mindset. I'm going to go ahead and preface this by saying like everybody does not, will not, cannot, and probably should not be an entrepreneur. And it does not mean that an entrepreneur versus an employee are two different classes of people. That doesn't necessarily mean that like one is better than the other, because I think that you need to possess qualities in both in order to definitely be an entrepreneur. You need to know how to have the obedience, the punctuality, the um, just the work ethic of an employee in order to know what you want your employees to look at look like. So we were watching this um, really brief um, motivational docu series situation about um, what somebody does with their last few dollars, 
And so some people um, chose to like either spend their last few dollars and be like, hey, I'm gonna just wait on my next paycheck or do something to invest their last few dollars. The difference in how they use these last few dollars, I know I'm being very vague with this, is pretty much to say one thinks like an employee and one thinks like an employer. Right. And an employee will think like, well, you know what? The new Yeezys just dropped. I'm going to line up around the store and I'm going to get my son or daughter one. There is no problem with this. You made the money. You earned it. Go ahead. Right. But an employer mindset would say, you know what? I could actually buy stock into Yeezys Mm -hmm. because I see that it's growing up, it's going up Mm -hmm. and I'm going to give it to my son or my daughter Mm -hmm. and I'm going to let them know like, hey, I can't buy you the Yeezys. I also saw this clip going. I'm going to finish this. I'm, I got a, a Go clip ahead. that Go I saw. Ahead. You brewing. Go um, ahead. So uh, I, I can't buy you these Yeezys, but I, buy, I bought you this stock, and it's going to help you. By the time you get 18, you may have something in the bank for you to go to college with. Mm-hmm. And whether that son or daughter likes it or not does not mean that was a bad decision. Mm-hmm. You know, and an employee always is thinking forward. An employee is 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 thinking you know just baseline they're thinking about the now the Immediate next check gratification. yeah so um, i saw this clip i think this is what i was trying to get to i think in color in a way um i saw this clip and it was of this girlfriend had bought her boyfriend a uh a condo instead of a rolex i feel like we talked about this we did. He bought her. She bought him property. Yeah, she bought him property. It wasn't necessarily a condo. It was actually like a messed up, like it. It wasn't pretty. Like it was a project. It don't. It don't even matter. I'm talking about the mindset. Mm-hmm. She, she bought. She bought him something that is not going to devalue itself. Like he can only make it better. True. A Rolex does not get any better. It's True. just a Rolex. It's True. always going to be whatever it's worth. Right. Therefore, in his mindset, he was like, nah, I want my Rolex. Right. Employees want they want what they want. <laughs> and an employer or somebody who is an entrepreneur is going to f- have a foresight that I have to discipline myself from what I want in order to get what I need. And sometimes we get so caught up in trying to get what we want that we miss what we need. Mm-hmm. The need is more important than the want. Yeah. You don't need toilet paper. Yes, you do. I'm, now I'm talking about to be hogging it the way that people are. Yeah. You don't need to be getting... Be Pacific, please. <laughs> yes. You don't need to go out there and buy 15 cases of toilet paper and your credit is like trash right now because you bought every credit card were, you could. But were they able to walk out of the store with the toilet paper? Yes. Then why are you telling them they don't need to get it if they had? they were able to get it? My point, you're missing, you're also missing my point. I'm okay. coming back to I'm, you. I'm a part of the problem. Uh, yeah, I'm a part of the problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to doubt whether you're thinking employer, employer is. <laughs> Please come on, come to the, the light following. side. No, I'm following. You're saying to, to have the lack mindset. Right. And to say like, this right here is going to immediately sustain me. Therefore, I'm going to do this. Or it's going to satisfy me. Or I, I obtain a, a higher level of status by having this. So therefore, I want this right here, right now. Let, let me ask you. So, did did the toilet paper crisis? That's what I'm gonna call it. The, the, toilet, the paper toilet paper crisis. crisis of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Did was that a global theme or just a United States theme? I'm pretty sure it was U.S. Just United States. Let me tell you why. When you have a rat mindset, which mm-hmm. is we are going to group think. This mm-hmm. is what it's called mm-hmm. group thinking. Yeah, it is. Whereas I saw so and so bought. Two. So I'm gonna jump on it. So I'm gonna jump on it just in case I'm not they write. Ask any questions. Right. Yeah. Just in case they write, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and get two of those. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and oh man, I heard it on Facebook. I heard it on. I, I'm just gonna run. Because mm-hmm. the panic buyers set a trend. Right. So then you go into the store, even if you're not panic buying, and you're like, let me just get this because I don't see it. Yeah. But just because you don't see it, just like faith, come on, does not mean that it does not exist. There's yes. still toilet paper being made as we speak. Therefore, <laughs> I don't have to panic that Tweety and Patrice are going to run out of toilet paper. Right. Because after y'all all buy all the toilet paper and make these millionaires already not become billionaires right. because of you, right. uh, it's going to be a new wave of like, you know what? Toilet paper is an essential item. Yes, I do believe it is. But what about the meat? Did you buy the meat with it? 
Yeah, they did. W- what about the other things that you, you may have missed? They cleared the shelves out. I know. But what I'm saying is that some people didn't think about what they were lacking. Mm. Um, and they just jumped into what they thought they had, the essential things. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is that what good is any of that if you're sick? Yeah. Right. So at the end of the day, I believe that the employer mindset is about actually thinking about 10 years or down the road. Mm-hmm. Is, does your calendar go all the way down into 2021? If, it, because if you haven't thought about 2021 mm-hmm. and you're in 2020, you might have the employee mindset. Mm-hmm. Because 2021 shouldn't be a year where you, it just runs up on you. You should be running up on it. Come on now. So for me, with the forecast. Yes. So for me, when I see that the next step, what is the next, what is the next thing that God has in sight for us? Yeah. Not admiring somebody else's thing and saying, "Well, that looked good right now." Mm-hmm. No, just because it looked good right now doesn't mean it's gonna look good in 2021 mm-hmm. or 2022. Mm-hmm. Ask all these musical artists. Did I call them musical? Yes. Ask all these artists. All of these celebrities. All these celebrities. Maybe they're not musically inclined and maybe they are not artists necessarily. Ask them how much the trend just goes up and goes down. What was the hit song in 2018? Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. Because people care about what's the new thing now. Right. So just because it's new doesn't mean that it's going to stay there. Like things are always just a revolving door. So when you're having the mindset of an employer or a entrepreneur, it doesn't mean that you're better than an employee, but it means that you know how to get an employee. Mm. It means that you know how to encourage them. How to lead them. How to lead them. You have skills that they can't attain because they don't want to. It's not that they can't. It's that they choose not to. Mm -hmm. So reading a book is an essential thing. Mm -hmm. But how many people are buying books off the the rack Mm -hmm. about what to do, how to build a house? Mm -hmm. You're not buying that, but you're buying lumber. It doesn't make sense to Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. You're buying nails. You don't know how to do any of these things, Mm -hmm. but you're buying things and you're going to hope to get it right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hope about anything when it comes to whether I can do it or not. Right. I want to know. I want to, it's different, there's a difference between hoping and believing. Yes. So, I want to believe that what God has for me, he's going to prepare me just like he did Noah in the times of the flood, in the time of the flood, and tell me, hey, like, look, you need to prepare this ship. Mm -hmm. And he provided Noah with the lumber. He provided him with the workers. While everybody else was busy doing nothing. So it seems like this is a backward effect <laughs> right now where everybody is doing something and those who are sitting in their quiet space thinking of the the next thing, the next thing, what's after this. Like right. life is not meant to be lived off of now. It's meant to be lived off of the future. Right. What's the what's the next thing I can do to prepare for? Let me get the ahead future. of the next wave. Let me be on the next thing. Right. Not, and, and it's important not to obsess about that as well. Right. But I think that... Um, it's a perfect balance you have to What have. I hear you saying is that in order to completely be aware of what your resources are, you have to be completely connected to the source. We are living in an age where everything that we currently have, nobody ever had. Mm-hmm. Internet, information, Google. But mm-hmm. we are some of the slowest... We are probably the slowest generation that there is. Mm-hmm. Not because we don't, we haven't been exposed to more. It's because we don't want to work for it. Mm-hmm. When I've always didn't understand why my dad was like, "Man, y'all weak." Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I had to walk miles to go to school. Yeah. What you know about that? Nothing. Yeah. I had to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I had to go get fetch water from a from a well. Yeah. You have a water bottle. Like you, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I'm seventeen, eighteen. I'm like, well, man, old school. But now I can get to value mm-hmm. their their the wisdom and their process of right. thinking of right. like, no, like you were trying to tell me that you got to prepare yourself in order to not be left behind in times where everybody is panicking. Right. You're sitting on the wisdom that what God gave you is enough. Mm. And a lot of people are not sitting on like what I have is enough. That God, you gave me the job. So if it's gone, it's still enough because you're going to find the right. provision. Right. To provide for me. Because you took care of me then. Right. So therefore you have to provide for me again. Right. Because you never left me. 
Yes. Even when I wasn't smart enough, didn't have the wisdom enough, didn't have sense enough to even ask you for it. Man, I tell you, not even too long ago, two maybe two months ago, maybe two, three months ago. Four. Four? Mm -hmm. Four months ago, I lost my job. This is around Christmas. So I'm kind of like in la-la land. Like, I, I don't know what to do. Mm. But I'm going to trust you, God. Mm. It doesn't feel good, mm -hmm. but I'm going to trust you, God. Mm. I mean, I know people know that I lost my job. And I know that, <laughs> you know, it's, it's word on the street. <laughs> but I'm going to trust you, God. Mm. I know that they're talking about me, but I'm going to pray, God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to pray that, you know what, this is a season that you're equipping me. And God was training me in that season, one, to have patience, two, to understand that I have everything that I need at my hands. I can look at my hands and say, hands, you have everything you need. Mm -hmm. I can look at my feet and say, feet, you have everything you need. And I can look at my mind and say, mind, you have everything you need. And if you don't have it, you can go get it. Mm -hmm. And I believe that a lot of people now are trying to warp themselves into that mindset. And I was like, thank you, God, for helping me lose this job. Right, because it actually ended up being one of the best things that ever did happen to us. So we're now transitioning into the relationship yes. topic. Yes, come on, we that we did that swiftly. Huh? We did, we did. Ah, we, like we, we, we hit our groove. Yes. Um, so, um, yeah, this happened in like November. Um, and this, I have to say that job layoffs, you know, people getting sick, um, things happening, like, you know, weight gain, weight, weight here, weight there. Um, a lot of unfavorable things will not be listed under the hashtag relationship goals. So for, you know, people out there that are desiring marriage um, or, you know, maybe you're with somebody and you know that that's the person you're going to spend the rest of your days with. I also understand like the different changes that happen because of life because life. And so it's a great time to have an entrepreneurial mindset um, when you are no longer an employee. Right. <laughs> when, when you didn't got your last check and then you're like, all right, I got to make something happen. I can flip this check or I can spend this check. Right. And Sink or swim. Yeah. Because maybe you've been let go during this crisis right. or they've put you on pause and you don't know what the next step is. Right. I'm letting you know that it's good to sit right there and ask God, what do I do next? Mm. I'm telling you, this is one of the, I, I would have to say that I needed to be, I needed to lose this job. Yeah. I needed to lose all the jobs before this one also because God, through every little step, every little job, every little thing that he, he's been teaching me how to be an entrepreneur. Right. He's been teaching me right. what to do and what not to do. Right. And I thank him for that because I wouldn't have, I would have never took that route if it was up to me. Let me tell y'all, like just just being real, um, like when Tweety lost his job, he called me and he was like, yeah, so um I lost my job. I was like, oh, okay. What do we do? I don't know. I'm applying. And so it took a minute, you know, it, it took a minute before something really popped off. Interview after interview after interview. I mean, Tweety has a degree. Um, Tweety is a likable person. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tweety's name is Tweety. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that kind of come out of it. So I was wondering why it was taking so long. So with one less income in the household, that means we have to get used to having less, right? And living off of less. We had just moved. Um, so it was kind of like a, a very... Um, uncomfortable it, it was, was uncomfortable yo like it was it was borderline like it was it was about to be a thing for our marriage like at the very beginning like so what's next Tweety? like i'm not the type of man who's gonna sit at home and do nothing right just because i lost my job i'm right. the type of man who's gonna whatever i need to do whatever he needs to do that's legal and, yeah. he will get out there and so do at it. that time i did everything and and I did my best to provide for my family the best way I could right. while I was doing the application process. Right. So job offers came, but God was like, no, yeah. you know, uh, different ideas that I had. Maybe I could do this. Maybe I could do that. And God was like, no. Door shut. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, God. And it like, was frustrating. Yeah. Why don't Why are you doing this to me? Like, I need. Don't you see? My wife needs this, and we need this. Like this. This, it was getting to a place of frustration. And low-key, I'm being a brat this whole time, right? Because I'm I'm ex I'm encouraging my husband, but I'm pissed off, okay? Like, let, let me just be real. Like, yeah. I'm pissed off. Because I want to be able to go get my nails done and my toes done when I want to get them done. And I want to be able to go eat here and do this and do that. And to know that it set us back. And um, then I think to myself, hmm, did you need all that? 
Nope. And so it's so funny how this happened months ago before all of this extra stuff happened. And we were like low key quarantined before the quarantine. Like we had were, to be quarantined. We were used to eating at home. Like it, I had attitude. I learned about how to cook. He learned how to cook <laughs> during this time. It was beautiful. But like we learned how to budget our groceries for much less than what we usually was spending on. I mean, we used to spend money on groceries, have food going bad in the refrigerator, just, just messing off stuff, have food at home, but still go out to eat. You know what I mean? Like just always wondering like how are we ending up here? You know what I mean? But us being able to eat at home and prepare our food and see our money and the, that being one of, ironically, one of the, the times where we had so much money left over. When we didn't have one, we only had one, one income. income. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's crazy. One income, so much more money left over. It was insane. Right. And what I learned through that is that there was different things about being a husband that I thought just by providing an income that was like a, okay, like you were 50% done. Like you did part of your husband duties, but I didn't <laughs> understand the, hey, I'm going to help her out with cleaning. I'm going to help her out with laundry. I'm going to see that she might need a foot rub and notice that maybe by the way she walks. I'm going to go the extra mile for my wife just because, not because it's Valentine's, not because it's a different holiday, but because she's my wife. And in those, in that season, I learned how to appreciate our marriage. Mm -hmm. I learned how to not take things for granted. I learned that, you know what, it's selfish of you saying that you don't know how to cook when you can learn how to cook. Right. That you can assist the person you love from just one extra step that they have to do after they get off work. Mm -hmm. That you can do the dishes. Mm -hmm. That you can do the whole house if you wanted to. Because you ain't got nothing else to do, one, <laughs> if, you don't, if you're not going into odd job number four. Mm -hmm. But the greatest value I learned through that is that love truly does conquer all. Yeah, it does. That the love that we, the, 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 the challenge that we faced then helped our love grow deeper for one another. Absolutely. Because at that, at sometimes my pride got in the way. And I was like, I'll take anything that comes. Like, I was willing to drive to Waco. Waco. <laughs> W-A-C-O. I remember he came home and told me that. And I was like, you're willing to drive an hour and a half. Right. And I got a, I got offered a job. It was I was about to be... <laughs> No, okay. I'm not going to say. I, I got <laughs> out for the job. And it was gonna, <laughs> I was about to be who Rick Ross was before he became famous. You go figure that out. <laughs> but, you know, at the time I was like, if this is what it takes, I want to please my wife. If this, But then I was like, dang, like that's so selfish, not only of me and us, because it's like I'm not going to be able to see you, mm -hmm. but I'm saying I'm doing this for us. Mm -hmm. Am I doing this for us or am I doing it for my pride? Mm -hmm. I was doing it for my pride. And I believe that just losing those jobs, man, it takes a hit on you as a man. Mm -hmm. um, mentally, you're like, dang, like, I can't provide. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, damn, I'm, I'm relying on my wife, like, for, mm -hmm. for a couple of months. Like, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. And then God just kept reminding me, it's like, isn't the goal of marriage for y'all to be one? Teamwork. Right? Right. That you ain't going to be the only one that this may happen to. You never know. And during that time, that is when the phrase, we have everything we need, um, became alive and true in our marriage. It was like, you know, we really, like, it'd be different if we were looking at an empty fridge. It it'd was be, always full. It'd be different if we were sitting in here and the lights was out. Right. It'd be different if we came home one day and our stuff was on the curb. Like, it'd be different if we had one less car in the driveway or no cars in the driveway. Like, it'd be different. But it wasn't. Nothing changed. It actually got better. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think we had more fun with each other. Because we thought going to the movies is going to do it. Mm -hmm. We th Like, that's going to be fun. Like, we mm -hmm. thought, like, we were missing out on all these other things. But, like, we got to talk more and break so many generational cycles that wouldn't have been broken yeah. if we never went through that. Right. So I, I thank God for the storm because the storm prepared us for a time like this. Yeah. It prepared us for... Who would have known months later? Right. I wouldn't have asked for who it. Who would have known? I mean, because there may be people right now who are sitting in the house because now you got to. The whole world is sitting at the house, and or the whole country at least. And... Y'all are having to have conversations. Y'all are having to break bread and really talk about it. Right. Y'all are having to portion out your groceries a little differently. Right. And it's tough because now you get to deal with the issues you've been running away from. Mm -hmm. And I believe a lot of married couples, even if you're an individual, you get to really analyze about just, or if you're single, you get to really analyze, like, why do I do what I do? Mm -hmm. 
And Lord, what are you saying through this by sitting me down? What a lot of people are going to be, they're going to be very gluttonous, if that's a word. Yeah, it is. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people are going to be gluttonous because they're going to do the things that please their flesh. Mm -hmm. If you were drinking, you will drink more. If you were smoking, you'll smoke more. If you were uh, being promiscuous, you'll find a way, even though I don't know how. <laughs> how are the side chicks doing right now? Are y'all okay? They on the side. Are y'all okay? They on the it? side of Rona. <laughs> just playing. <laughs> no, just, just playing around. But like, I believe that um, people are going to now indulge deeper into their flesh instead of into the word. Mm -hmm. Instead of into asking themselves like, hey, like, why, why, why are we arguing? Why have we been distant to one another during the time where we're together the most? Mm -hmm. Why do you annoy me? Why haven't I forgave you? Mm -hmm. Why Why did you do what you did? Right. Those conversations, those open blanketed conversations are not going to be had. And it's going to be for your good, not for not. It's not going to be to destroy you. Because even as a married couple, you know, you still get up and you have your own thing that you do outside of um, just being at home, being with your husband or wife. Right. Like you get up, you go to work. You know, you do, you know, you finish your work at home. You have your route home from work. Like you, you have your time apart. Sometimes work can be the excuse of why you don't have a conversation with your spouse. And this is the thing. Some people are married to work. That's true. Some people are married to business. Some people are married to themselves. And the reason being is that, that you are so full Mm -hmm. of that thing of of yourself of or being engulfed into the things that you have to do that you rather do that than talk about it mm -hmm. like i i know how to compartmentalize that's a word right it is oh wow great two for two <laughs> two for two <laughs> i know how to compartmentalize like different things as a man and sometimes i could get so caught up sometimes you got to tap me and be like hey you've been working too long Mm -hmm. on other stuff mm -hmm. it's me and you time mm -hmm. and you as a man you have to ask yourself or a woman uh, you got to you got to ask yourself like hey what's more important my marriage or this business call mm -hmm. my marriage or this next deal mm -hmm. like i've had to like really sit there and be like nah i'm gonna i'm gonna go hang out with my wife mm -hmm. like i can put pause and restart this tomorrow mm -hmm. and a lot of people get married to that because they don't know how to have conversations anymore so that's why we have this podcast. Exactly. Million dollars. <laughs> Less about the value, but more about the fact that it's something that is invaluable, that you're yeah. able to have conversation after conversation after conversation, because right now you have nothing but the time to do it. But definitely reconnecting with your family, calling that that auntie or uncle, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Maybe um, calling your parents, mending some things, having some hard conversations, calling your friends, talking to your spouse. Talk, calling your brothers or your sisters it's worth it i mean there's no there's no other human being i would love to spend time with in a time like this other than patrice <laughs> because everybody else like when i'm like no like it, there's no i i love you you're great but being with my wife is not a chore right being with your husband or your wife should not be a chore and some people are making like being with their spouses a chore like oh he going to basketball great <laughs> or she's going out with her friends finally I can yeah. play 2k yeah. no like that's selfish yeah. I believe that oh, we're going to talk about that on our episode I believe that the world has a system to where it puts men in a box and it, it, it takes away their roles by giving them things that can be entertained by whether it's football I'm talking to myself too so you're not alone I'm, not, I'm, I'm there mm. but I, at least I am aware and I want you to be aware if you're a man and you're listening. Sports is one of those things that have has been introduced to us to occupy our time. Mm -hmm. You'll read the paper. This is back in the day. I don't mm -hmm. know if you still do, but mm -hmm. you'll read the paper. I remember what's my the dad score, reading the paper, yeah. You know, what happened on the mm -hmm. game. Even though you watched it, you just watched it right. like yesterday. But you just want to catch up. You just want to catch up. Then you have um um you have strip clubs, you're occupied. I've heard plenty of stories of men. After work, that's what they do before they go home. Mm -hmm. And then you have all these other things. Video games is another thing. Right. That subtly, it doesn't do it quickly, but subtly, it destroys your want to interact with another man or a woman of God mm -hmm. who can assist you in an area. Hmm. It's just a blocker. I learned this because God took, a, took it away from cold turkey. Oh. He had somebody steal it from me. 
Still one for you. Use your words. My Xbox. Oh, gosh. Here we go. But after that, let me tell you, on a serious note, I've been more productive than ever. I've been more focused on my wife than ever. And not saying that you can't play video games. That's not what I'm saying. Listen, that is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that if it's not controlled as far as time, anytime somebody can steal your time, just to tell you that it, this is pleasing to you mm-hmm. and it's a video game, like, question that. Mm-hmm. Just question that. It's not a human being. It's virtual. And for hours on hours right? On hours. You're playing with other people who are not in the room with you. Right. And it's causing you to just lose track of time. Time is so essential. Think about how much you could have got done. Mm-hmm. Sleep even. Mm-hmm. Talking to your wife, talking to your your friends, your family members. Mm-hmm. But you're so caught up in that world, in that game, in that, dang, look what came out next. Yeah. For every game that you've bought since you were 15, I know for me, I would have had at least $20,000 in the bank. What? Really? All the Maddens, all the 2Ks, all the new this, uh, all, the, all the different game systems that come out is always going to be a new thing with the world. Mm-hmm. And what we've learned that there's nothing new under the sun. It's not meaning that there there hasn't been an Xbox back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I know there was playing with sticks and stones all day long. I mean, it's similar with women. You know, there are things that we, we definitely take in and it takes the place of um, the sacredness that you're supposed to have in your marriage. Like sometimes, you know, we, we give the intimacy and I'm not talking about sexual intimacy, of course, but just the conversational intimacy to our friends over our husbands. Um, you know, just talking about those things that our husband could really cover us for. Um, so I really think it's important that we, we do evaluate. I mean, this is the perfect time. I know in previous episodes, we said like, we're not going to give no glory to Rona. Like Rona ain't going to get mentioned, but, and she, and she don't got to get mentioned. However, (laughs) we can talk about the time that we know, like this is the elephant in the room, you know, that we all have the time to sit at home and to get some things in order. And in this time, that is what we should be doing. So let's let's get it together. You know, we're not used to it. It definitely came unexpectedly, but it's a great time to get with God. Right. I, I love God for, one, putting me with the right woman. Oh, Tweety, you're doing good, buddy. Like You're doing so good today. I really, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, okay. I, I, I know we recording this, but I'm so glad that he gave me you. Because in that, I really realized that that incompleteness that people talk about, that is true. Mm -hmm. That you do complete one another. Mm -hmm. That there's things I need from you and then there's things that you need from me. Of course. And in that, you truly get to find out like there's a different, like like an onion continues to be peeled. There's a different layer to Patrice that I haven't gotten to. And I want to continue to get to that level. And that's why you don't stop dating your spouse. That That's why you don't stop pursuing them. That's why you still feel the same way you felt from the first date mm-hmm. about your wife. But I, get, I guess somewhere in the road, we take people for granted. And we take the experience and the process and the journey for granted. Yeah. That we're willing to lose it all for an argument. Mm. We're willing to to just be right, right? To just to be right, we're yeah. we're willing to raise our voice just and so say, that and say whatever, right? Just to be right, just to say like that was great because that's what the pride does inside of you. It's like, dang, like look, you you said something, you big dog them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be big dog. Yeah, when it comes to me, my wife, and our marriage and yeah. our kids, is like I want to be able to to teach, train, equip my wife to know who the Lord is, our kids to know who the Lord is, and our business to know who the Lord is also. Our employees to To know know who who the the Lord Lord is. is. (laughs) Our Our bags, our customers, everything (laughs) to know who the Lord is because ultimately that's the greatest gift we have. So if we lost the business tomorrow, as long as I got my wife, that's all that matters, which we won't. But thank God for being so merciful and giving us provisions. And sh- right now, people are learning how to do online commerce. Been doing that. <laughs> and so also, you know, just a word of encouragement for people who weren't doing, you know, e-commerce. It's first. okay. Um, and you did have a storefront or a brick and mortar. Listen, um, this is a great time to realign with Christ. 
Like, and, and this is why, because there are so many things that, have you ever seen people panic strategize? You know, it's like, okay, okay, we're losing money. We're going to do this. Okay, we're losing money. We're going to take the mannequins. We're going to chop all their heads off and we're going to put scarves around them. Like, you know what I mean? Like just doing things that don't make sense because you want to, you know, gain attention, gain attraction and get customers. Or you want to, you know, do something else. Like I really feel like KFC has been, side note, <laughs> has been in that place for a long time with some like these donut onion ring burgers. I don't oh. know. I don't know. Anyway, that's not my business. But <laughs> Get with God, align yourself because there's no better strategy maker. There's no better marketer. There's no better branding specialist. There's no better vision curator. There's no better forecaster than Christ. Right. Have you ever seen that kid in class or in high school who like they had their own food, right? Mm -hmm. They they finished their food from lunch. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're so greedy that they want to get somebody else's food. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, you finished with that? Mm -hmm. Are you done with that? Mm -hmm. That's what people are doing in a time like this where it's like, just because because you can get it doesn't mean you should. Mm -hmm. Like, being overzealous to do things that are not meant for you, it doesn't mean it's going to work. And even if it does work, it doesn't mean it's going to work long term. Right. That... I'd rather sit back and learn and read and apply all this knowledge to one thing, Mm. to one goal, Mm. rather than just run around like a chicken with his head head cut off. And if God has sat you down, do not equate that with non-productivity. Do not equate that with, with, you know, just being lazy or being stopped or what, because some people are so used to getting up, going, moving and equating that to productivity. Right. And, thinking that for so long because we're not able to get up and go and do this and do that or you can't go open up your storefront anymore right now that you aren't anymore and you are no longer in a place of power or influence you are you are sit back sometimes maybe god will even ask you to get off social media and your business is on social media get off Whatever he wants you to take your hands off, he's letting you know that he can do so much of a better job with it than you can. And if you were in in any position to change anything, you already would have. Right. But you can't. And the breaking point is not meant to break you. Mm -hmm. I feel like anytime we exhibit like a breaking point in our life and there's a storm that comes or there's some kind of tribulation, I expect a bigger reward. And I, I tell you, like, I wouldn't have thought that the job I currently have <laughs> would have been our, our saving grace at the time I got it. I was actually not thankful for it. I was like, you know, like, cool. I mean, I got a degree. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. But God will place you in unfamiliar territory, yeah. uncomfortable places, humbling places, humbling places. <laughs> and he'll teach you a lesson there that he know better than you what to do with you right. than you do. Right. And with that being said, man, I'm just so, I'm overjoyed. Like this, this has me, the, the idea of million dollar conversations and this even happening right now, it has me floored. The fact that we're five episodes in, that God has really been working through us, that people are actually listening and learning from this and 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 letting us know the feedback that's awesome that's amazing that's nothing but god mm-hmm. that's nothing but god so we definitely want to make sure that you are all tuned in make sure you have watched this watch this heard this episode all the way through listen remember how in the beginning i talked about um we have our one year anniversary with hustle blends okay so we are releasing an anniversary something but i can't let you know you got to make sure that you are um following our all of our social media that you are interacting with our social media and we're going to announce it but just know the checkout code is bossblend20 is our anniversary code. This will we are only going to accept this code from the first 20 customers when we release our anniversary product, Boss Blend 20. All right. So Boss now we are going to move on to our next favorite part of the podcast, the last part of the podcast, at tax. So this is our part of the podcast where we talk about just different words of wisdom, different things that God has been uh, moving with us on, some free games, some some just things we could share with you all that we're working towards and working for. Um, 
I'll begin with one. Congratulate my wife. Um, she's really been kicking butt on um. working out. Like I've been not her favorite person because I'm in, <laughs> I'm encouraging her to death about you know <laughs> walking and working out because I know what's in her. And I'm, I just want to I want to congratulate you on just the journey that you're on, the weight loss that you've already attained, um, and I'm I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what God's doing. You're finna be fine here. I'm finna pick you up from now on, take you up the stairs. I like this. I like Slim Patty. <laughs> We're gonna go with that. And, wow. Uh, my ad text now. You know that was just the oh, okay. intro. Oh, of course, of All course. Right. Yes. Um, my ad text is going to be, um, man. I just want to be in continuous prayer um, for the people around me. I think sometimes we get so caught up in ourselves that we never see the turmoil that somebody else near you or around you is going through. Do you know whether they're depressed? Do you know that whether they are suffering a job loss or they're suffering doubts in their faith? You, you never know these things unless you ask somebody, unless you call them. Um, so I, I, I'm going to do better in communication with the people around me, family members and friends. I think that's great. I Thank love you. that. Um, my ad tax is going to be um, just this. Stay aligned, you know, stay aligned. If you, when, when I think about when we were in elementary school and we were to be in a single file line, we were supposed to be one person behind another. So it wasn't your job to be concerned about who was at the front of the line. If you were at the back or in the middle, like it was your job to know who was before you and who was behind you. Right. And so I think that to take that concept to where we are now, Worry about, not worry about anything, actually. So I'm going to change my verbiage. But to be focused and aligned on what is in front of you, even if that's just one thing. You know already what's behind you, so you don't need to give that too much, you know, too much energy. But the thing that's in front of you, even if it's one thing, I don't care if you're out here selling one paperclip, one type of paperclip, focus on that one thing. Whatever God has you focusing on, you'd be surprised. Like sometimes we want to gear ourselves up for these mega missions of, I want to go out and I want to, you know, slay the demons and I want to save the, the children in Africa and I want to you know cure world hunger and I want to do all this not but God is just telling you to sit there and pray and, and just reach out to him every day right. or God is telling you to reach across the pew and, and just check on your neighbor like Tweety said so whatever that one thing is for you whether it's in business whether it's in finance if God is just telling you to stop eating out every day or God is just telling you to put $20 back every week like you may be fussing and cussing but guess what like a month or two later where the whole world is shut down and you the one that actually got some money in the bank, like how mad you going to be then? You know what I mean? So like, just listen to God. God knows like there's so many things. And I'm sure even if you're listening to this, you can attest to it as well. The things that didn't happen for you were ended up being for your good. The things that you lost ended up being for your good. The things that you gained and you probably wouldn't even had sense to pick at yourself. Like we talk about this all the time. Like it, when we, if we were like just in each other's face before we started dating like that, we probably would have looked right past each other. Absolutely. We probably, Hey, don't say it like that. No, no. I'm saying like <laughs> you would have overlooked me too. Yeah. Like it would, it would have been like mutual. I bet. Cool. You're a good friend. I out of here. Yeah. I mean, cause you showed it hit a absolutely. No, it was an absolutely meaning like we, <laughs> you know that you would. You yeah. Would, we would have overlooked each other. You wouldn't like Ashy Tweety. In Africa, or straight up from Africa, you wouldn't have. Yeah, and I wouldn't have liked Patrice. I'd be like, oh man, she too, she too loud for me. Yeah. So a bit of mutual, absolutely. Like, nah, that I'm good. But the things that God puts before you, the things that God orchestrates, pretty much what you can, you know, go ahead and take from this entire pod. It wasn't as fluffy and funny as it usually is. Um, But it's because there's a lot of serious things happening out here in the world. And the world needs encouragement. Like the world needs a word of faith. And our encouragement is this. Hit your groove. Hit your groove. Hit your groove. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's all we have. And lastly, man. My wife. Oh my gosh. I know 
I know she she like who this and why they why he keep doing like this. who is this man? But I'm telling you, I'm sorry to this man. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go. I'm about I'm, to sing a Ruben stuttered. I'm sorry for 2020 for you. Okay, go ahead. Girl, this is my sorry for 2004. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the joke finally hit for you. Ah, this um, is my sorry for 2020. Okay, go ahead. Um, but I wanna, I wanna just say like you, you're a genius, man. You, you are. <laughs> I really believe that God has you in my corner and has had me in mind for you. But specifically, He had you in mind for me. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> okay, I'm listening. I'm you listening. not pay, you not taking I am, me I'm, serious. I'm literally looking right at no, you. No, you not. On. T- okay, come man. on, come on. Go ahead. I'm Thank listening. you. I like your posture. Okay. There, there it is. All right, I'm listening. Um, God had you in mind for me, and what we have created together is one, like you can't put a price on, mm-hmm. whether it's our marriage, whether it's our podcast, whether it's um, everything, everything that we've done together, the good, bad, and ugly. I think it made us. Yeah, it did. And I want to say that you're you're... You're a beautiful woman, one. I love you. Oh, buddy. And I can't wait to see what God does in your life and the personal endeavors that he's going to do for you. I'm just going to be cheering you on, whether it's from the bleachers or the nosebleeds. Hopefully, you got me at the front. Yeah, I always got you at the front. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I like you. That's why I like you. Well, I want to say to my husband, because my husband is really, um, you missing with some heat. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, everything. Okay, I shouldn't have done that. All right, anyway. Um, you you liking what you see. That's how it goes. You mess up with some heat. <laughs> um, but anyway, my husband is out here, like, cooking with gas. Cooking with some real live gas. Um, I'm so proud of him because he's um, working on something that men will need. Um, and he is just becoming wiser, bolder. And just more encouraging every single day. Um, he's hearing directly from the throne room. And I'd be like, Lord, like, Tweety, like, what God say? Because I, I, sometimes, you know, your, your girl be in her head and don't let nothing else infiltrate. So all my overthinkers out there, get y'all, get in the place of silence in your mind and in your space. Because you need to hear it directly from the throne of grace. So and, I thank my husband. I thank you, baby. I really, I really appreciate that. Yeah. And and to add to that part, it's it's not about overthinking. That's the problem. It's the fact that when you overthink, you put yourself in the place of God. Hmm. And the last thing you can do when you are worrying and overthinking and doing this is that you thinking that you're in control. Hmm. And what God has taught me, that's why sometimes you're like, why are you not panicking? It's all falling. Everything's falling. <laughs> it's like, no, babe. Like, don't you see God in it? And a lot of people don't. So I always see God. I see God in Rona. Hmm. I see God in the job loss. I see God in the you don't like me's and you tripping today. Hmm. No, I see God. And I, I choose to see the best in people, hmm. not the worst. And that allows me to have that, you know, that rub your dirt off your shoulder mentality of like, ain't nobody going to tell me about Tweety mm-hmm. better than I already know about me. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me the negative things more than I know about myself. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me the positive things more than I can know about myself. Therefore, my pride is going to stay at a place of Lord is at your feet. So with that being said, we love y'all. We love y'all. We're sending you your invoice soon. This is a million dollar conversation. Peace.